right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Not Just Football with Cam Hayward. It's me and Hayden. We got a lot to talk about. It's been a little bit of a break, but uh, Hayden, how are you feeling? Uh, good. I needed the weekend, uh, I'm, and I, as I'm sure you did too. Uh, it was it was a tough one. How are you doing? How did you at least get a couple days off to rest the body? Uh, I went to a cave. Um, there was a lot of <laughs> darkness there, um, and you know, I was one with my thoughts. I'll say that. Yeah, I, I bet. Uh, we texted a little bit after the game, and then I really didn't hear from you for the next until I think this morning. So it, it's, uh, yeah, and I know just to leave you alone, kind of let you do your own thing, but we got to get into the game. Uh, you, yeah. you guys lose last Thursday, 21 18 to the Patriots in a tough loss. Um, what happened, man? Uh, defense, man, giving up 21 points in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, that's a hard thing to overcome. And, uh, you know, we have to take the, the blunt of responsibility because uh, when you look at that game, um, you know, I, I think we shut them down the, the second half, but the first half was very hard to come back. You know, our offense was clawing and scratching, um, didn't have enough uh, success late. Uh, but, you know, we can't give up 21 points. That's not allowed. Uh, that's one of our goals. So when you look at it, we're the most we can give up is 17. Anything else is, you know, too much. But too many times they got into the red zone and they converted for touchdowns. Um, we needed to, you know, make them set up for three. Uh, that goes down to execution. And especially on a short week, you got to have prime, you know, execution because there's not a lot going in. It comes down to who makes the most mistakes. And you can look at that film and say we made the most mistakes. What was the biggest difference from the first to the second half? Because it just kind of felt like you guys needed a minute to get your bearings. And they didn't do much in the second half. You know, I thought we were there on a lot more tackles. Um, there weren't a lot of busted coverages. Uh, we got better pressure. Um, we were able to stop the run for the most part. I think in the fourth quarter at the end, we kind of mm-hmm. took our foot off the gas and they were able to run a little bit more. But, um, you know, we still surrendered under 100, but the goal is to win the game. Um, we got a turnover. Um which I still think Michael Walker should have scored instead oh, of cutting man. back. Get in and the so, end zone, baby. Got to yeah. get there. Got to get there. And we talked about that. You know, I think we were all just like, keep running straight. Don't try to make a cut back, you know, unless you can beat the block. I mean, beat the tackle, which you didn't. But, uh, you know, we provided some short fields, but not enough. Um, offense had a chance to convert some fourth downs, which they didn't. Um but you just got to learn how to handle sudden change on defense. Um, you got to be uh, very uh, greedy when it comes to the defense. You can't just uh, sit back and, you know, say, hey, oh, the offense didn't do enough. The defense has got to step up in those moments. Also the block punt. I mean, Miles Killebrew, again, yeah. great play on that. Uh, what What is it? Is it Danny Smith? Is it him? It feels like he is always blocking a punt in a huge moment. Well, I think Danny would definitely say Miles, but I think you got to give credit to both. Danny draws up the plays, but Miles's execution um, is definitely a way we're, we're succeeding, um, providing short fields for our offense. Um, man, um, I don't know if there's another guy who has as many pump blocks uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, um, you know, Miles is – from it's crazy, you know, from the last game, uh, Sunday, Arizona, everybody was ready to, you know, strangle miles for some of the penalties, but then you go to the Thursday night game and everybody's talking, talking them up. 
Um, you know, this game is a very uh, short-sighted game where you forget all the mistakes once you once you make up for it. And, you know, we're going to need more from Miles. Miles has just got to keep doing that and keep bouncing back and having good performances. I mean, fans suck, dude. Guy has blocked, <laughs> guy has blocked like so many putts, has made so many huge plays, makes a mistake or two against the Cardinals and everybody's ready to cut him is insane to me. Wait, um, wait, wait. We need a headline that says Hayden Walsh said Oh, put suck. it out. I mean, listen, if people actually look themselves <laughs> in the mirror and listen to themselves, it's crazy. I mean, he blocked another punt. Um, all right, we got to talk about, and I think we'll talk with him later, the Christian Kuntz head, head movement. What was it? It looked to me... Like he didn't do anything differently. I and maybe he did, but and maybe kudos to Belichick for bringing it to the attention of the officials. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they saw. I don't know what they saw either. Um, because at the same time, um, I feel like we were out there for punt safe, um, and the, their long snapper was doing the exact same thing. Um, you know, it, every every long snapper and center does the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it felt like it was a critical moment where the ref couldn't make a decision to overturn that and felt the pressure of the situation. Um, but, you know, they make the calls. We deal with them. Um, but you can't let that game come down to a ref uh, making a call because usually it doesn't go in your favor. No, I agree. But I will say the Patriots reaction to that, even the guy who committed the penalty. I mean, oh. I mean, if you were going to listen, if you were going to say who's the guilty party here, because Cooch just picked his head up and was like, what the hell's happening? The Patriot, I forget who it was. I mean, he was as guilty as sin on that. So the funniest thing, um, I know Matt Slater uh, personally. He's been in the league a long time, as have I. Um, and so when we see each other, we see each other at uh, PA meetings and stuff. And I'm watching Matt Slater, and you all you see is Matt Slater go like this, and he's like, "Dude, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, we got him." You, you see Presley celebrating. You see Coons jumping up and down like he's a cheerleader, like he did something. Uh, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, you're you're seeing the ref starting to talk, and you're like, "Oh gosh, mm-hmm. this," you know, and you can feel the air get taken out of that 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 stadium in that moment, but. Man, um, we would love to, you know, be able to extend that drive, but uh, you know, wasn't the cards this time. Nah, poor Coons. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about this uh, later today. Poor Coons. Um, poor, poor Pittsburgh Steelers. We move I on mean, and get better. Well, it is and, what and it I, is. One thing I want to ask you is this kind of brings up another question here. I, did you see the play yesterday in the Kansas City Buffalo game where Kelsey caught yeah. it and threw it behind? Yeah, Kadarius Tony has rolled off sides. Um, First off, what's your reaction to that? He was offside. I mean, he was. He was offside. <laughs> At the end of the day, he's offsides. Like, I give maybe not wanting the play to go through it. It's a great play, but Mahomes' excuse at the end of the where he's like, you just ruined a great play. It's like, bro, he was offsides. <laughs> okay, I'll be honest. Uh, I've lost my temper plenty of times with the refs. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm nowhere near a saint when it comes to being nice to the refs. Uh, but, man... Um, it's not the reason why you lost. No, I I, ne- I never look at it as you know uh, a missed call is the reason why you lost. Um, it comes down to a boatload of plays, um, key moments, but to say like the ref missed that call and so you know they ruined it, man. Like it's funny how often some people get upset about calls uh, because there's holding on every play. Um, there's defensive pass interference, pass, pass interference on every play. 
There's, um, if you wanted to, you could call a delay game when it comes to moving on a stunt. Um, I don't, I don't understand the difference between a delay game of moving on defense and a motion by uh, an offense offender. Um, man, there's a lot of things we could call, um, but you know, you deal with it. You act like I got another chance because I think that happened on what second and ten, and they so so you know, you get your share of penalties and um, you know the one thing I will say. Uh, there's probably a stat out there that says when you do have penalties on drives, um, you're more than likely not going to end up with a touchdown. So um, they can be very, they can be used as drive killers. So you get, really got to avoid those. Well, I think too, me and you watched the Packer game, Kansas City Green Bay last week. Yes. Watched that final drive, and me and you both, there were two calls on that. Remember the roughing the passer, the non rough passer. So one went against him, and then the fan. I mean, that was pass interference last week too in, in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I think the consistency, I think, is why the Chiefs are so frustrated. You've been in the league a long time. How would you compare the officiating today compared to when you first came in the league? Refs are part time, um, and I know some refs want to be part time, which I don't understand. Um, but I think it's always going to be challenged when you looked at at the gambling front, and you're going to say, "Is this all, all the way an independent person making a judgment call, or you know, or and are they going by the letter of the law?" Um, and it's tough, man. I, I know it's not. A, I wouldn't want to be a ref in this league. Like this is this. You know, you got to walk a fine line. Um, you know, you, you know your superstars want calls, but man, you can't even touch a quarterback without a, a flag being called these days. Well, and I think TJ has made some comments, or at least JJ's made comments for TJ. The holding yeah. on the outside doesn't get called as much. I think a lot of people think the right tackle or left tackle jump early off snap counts. You have your own t- opinion of the tush push too. I think of things going on there as well, right? Yeah, to push, um, you know, I think you look at that, it's – and I know we're, we're guilty of using the same damn call. So it's mm-hmm. not like no, – yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm happy we get the touchdown, but I understand it's it's a more of a Bush League thing. But um, you look at what's going on, you know, it's like we, we, we say offensive linemen have a full step they can take before we call it a false start. That's never before – been something we've been able to argue you move before the play as an offensive lineman you should have been called a false start I, I don't get we get into this rule book right and we have emphasis during a season that a referee is looking for so you're almost setting the players up to fail when you change the emphasis that's different from the OTAs um, and I, I think you know, the thinking behind it is, oh, we want to clean up the game. Oh, we want to do that. You're hurting the game when you do it. You're 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 giving them uh, a point of view that's coming from elsewhere rather than them seeing it from a blank slate. Uh, and I think that hurts our game. I think um, we go into the game and we say, you can't hit quarterbacks low, can't hit quarterbacks high. But then if a quarterback dips, where where is the target? Um, you know, and, you know, uh, we can tackle quarterback, but if we fall on our backs, it's still penalized somehow. Um, you know, 
we, we there's a lot to be ironed out in our rule book that needs to be cleaned up. Um, and I think sometimes we, we, we try to say that's an excuse for some of these games, but man, it's a hard job for the refs. Um, and I won't hide from it, but there is a lot that needs to be cleaned up. Yeah. It sounds like you think the offense gets more advantages than the defense, huh? It totally is. You can't even like, like, let's be honest. Like the game was made for to score points. Um, you know, they've changed up so many rules so more points were scored. They took up, they took, you know, Mel Blunt changed the game um, and changed the way how offense is played. Uh, because you can't play like Mel Blunt played. You can't uh, really tackle over the middle uh, because there's such a, a leeway to what a wide receiver can do in there. Um, and then you just look at the offensive line play. I think there were some really skilled uh, offensive linemen before, but I think we've we've really taken away the skill of the offensive linemen when we don't allow them to be responsible for you know what they're doing. They say we engage with a hook, you know, um, when you dip and lean on a rip. Um, I've seen plenty of offensive linemen stop it before. Joe Thomas, uh, Marshall Yonda, um, Orlando Pace. You look at the greats; they were able to stop it. I think we've become almost numb to saying, you know, the rule book protects these guys more than them. they protect themselves. Really? So offensive line play is worse today, and it's not the officiating? No, officiating is definitely number one. <laughs> uh, but I will say offensive line play has changed a lot. All right, let's move on to Saturday. Big 7-6 and six matchup against the Colts. This has huge playoff implications because it seems like every team in the AFC is 7-6. and six. Uh, Give us a Colts preview. What are you seeing from them? Well, first of all, I want to just say the AFC playoff race is kind of crazy now. Um, we are in the squid games of the AFC. Um, and so uh, for the people who understand what squid games is, is do or die. Uh, but I, I look at what's left. Um, you look at the teams. Um, we got some work to do. We play two of the teams in the middle of that that mess. And so, you know, you look at the team. They've got Guardian Minshew, who stepped in pretty good for Anthony Richardson. Um, really talented O-line, especially inside with Quentin Nelson. Um, you know, they got Michael Pittman on the outside, uh, DeForest Buckner, um, another D tackle that I respect that's done it for a long time. He's the linchpin of the group. Um, man, you, I just think you look at that team, they are a team that, uh, is definitely capable. Um, you know, they find ways to win. I think versus Tennessee, they had some special teams, uh, block punts and such that really won them the game. Um, but man, they can put up points when they need to. Um, you know, I know Bengals, uh, we're able to, you know, play really well and get some stops and um, keep them off the scoreboard. But uh, we got to have our best showing. Uh, do you think Jonathan Taylor plays? Is he officially out? I don't even know. Is he officially done? I, I, I don't know. But, man, you look at what Zach Moss has done this year uh, with Jonathan Taylor out. You know, I think um, I want to say Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I can't believe I keep one. I know. Say, I, but, do I do, too. I do, too. I do too. Yeah, But, uh, you know, when I look at Zach Moss and you see he's a downhill runner um, and he's just, you know, he's he's proven uh, himself with his opportunities. And so uh, this team, man, they can run it, they can throw it, uh, and we got to have our best game on defense to really give ourselves a chance. I feel like it's every week, but safe to say that is the main point of focus here. Stop the run and then – let everything else come in, right? 
I think it's both. Um, I think it's stop the run. Um, but with that, you got to keep Gardner Minshew uh, in the pocket. He does a great job scrambling, buying time for receivers. Uh, and we'll get to see Josh Downs. How about that? Mm-hmm. Kid from uh, where we grew up, uh-huh. um, a rookie, his mom helped Hayden pass uh, math. Oh, but, uh, multiple <laughs> times, dude. Multiple times. Oh, that lady. The only reason I was never grounded was because Josh Downs' mom promised not to email my progress reports home. That is <laughs> that's true. That is true. Uh, that is true. Uh, but, you know, excited to see him. He's, he's off to a heck of a career, you know, playing slot. Uh, being out to uh, the middle, but uh, shout out Miss Downs. Mm-hmm. You got a heck of a son who's uh, balling right now. Yeah, dude, really cool to see that kid. I mean, I remember him when he was in like kindergarten, coming around school. So like that is really another cool. Peachtree Ridge. Well, he's not Peachtree Ridge. Oh, he's North oh, Gwinnett. No, he's, he's not. North oh, yeah, he's North Gwinnett. And, and then they got his younger brother is Caleb Downs, who started Alabama as a freshman. So yeah, that, shout out to the Downs family. Very athletic family. I know Gary played in the NFL and Tanya. Passed me in math, and she I think she was a track star at uh, NC State. So shout out to the Dallas. The real MVP. Uh, the real oh, yeah, MVP. for sure. Listen, yeah. <laughs> Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns reward credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code OMAHAFULL and then place your first bet up to $1,250 If you win, great. You keep those winnings. But if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer must be valid. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 wage only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount or qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. No one to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with the Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to the Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. 
How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Obviously, fans care about it, and the playoff race is really confusing. How much do you pay attention to everybody being 7-6? and six? Like, I don't understand how you guys are ahead of the Texans, but you lost to the Texans. Very confusing what's going on right now. Um, madness. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, uh, coming off two disappointing losses, um, mm. you just say, man, we're in the thick of it. Um, can't squander these opportunities, but uh, we got work to do. Uh, plan on attacking it throughout the week and preparing for this next game. You can't really get too high or too low about it. Uh, there's a lot, still a lot of football, about a month's worth of football left. So, uh, let's have our best showing this last month. Yeah. Well, you guys control. I know everyone hates the fir- control your own destiny, right? Just win the games and you'll be in. So you're good, right? Do we? I mean, I think so. Yeah. You guys are still in the playoff race. You guys are still in even after losing the last two weeks. We're going to forget about those. Win your games and you're in, big guy. That's all you got to do. That's it. That's it. That's all you got to do. Oh, wow. You know, um, thank you for explaining that to me. You're welcome. Um, it's been doom and gloom over here, especially in my house. I was going to ask um, how long. So, how long were you thinking about that one? Seriously, the Patriots one. Did you? When did you really forget about it? Um, I haven't forgot about it. Okay. Uh, I've just been very quiet. I, I've stayed uh, buried to myself during these moments, but uh, hopefully, it's for the better. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Uh, who's your MVP right now in the NFL? If you had a vote, the MVP. Uh, when we look at who's out there, you go Tariq. You could go Joe Flacco. You could go. Who could you go? Pat Mahomes. I mean, you you're going to leave off Purdy. You can go Brock Purdy. Um,. You go Fred Warner. How about that? Man, you, you're you going, Fred listen, Warner. be realistic here, dude. This is an offensive award, okay? <laughs> and honestly, you said, you said Tyreek. He, I, I would love for him to get it, but we know who this is. This is going to a quarterback. Well, I, you know, um, you look at the records, uh, and, you know, I would think Lamar Jackson's got a chance at it. Uh, you know, uh, where they were last year, him being hurt, comes back this year. Um, and they're in the driver's seat in the AFC. Um, but we'll see, man. I, I think Lamar Jackson is probably who I would look at to be your MVP. Um, but, you know, it's I, when did it become such an offensive award? Like, why did we just discount defensive players? I mean, I don't know, but I think you, you mean, you have to see that. That, I mean, TJ had like 20 sacks a couple years ago, and I don't even think he was in the running. I mean, he may have been like runner up, but he didn't win it. When did we start making a bigger deal about the MVP being an offensive award than the defense? Like, you know, I, I think there's so many like deserving defensive players, but now we've just said we have an offensive award, right? We have a defensive MVP, we have an offensive MVP. And then we have another MVP, but it's only gotten categorized as an offensive award. 
And I just feel like there's so many players. You look at Fred Warner, you look at TJ, you look at Miles Garrett. Um, these are some studs out here that I think need to be in the running for it. And we're kind of just, you know, those years ago where Aaron Donald was winning, we never gave it an opportunity to say this dude should be wearing the MVP too. So uh, I, I think it's, 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 it's definitely wild that offense players are only thought of as the MVPs of our league. I think it kind of goes back to what you said, though, about like, you know, the officiating and the rules. It's geared towards the offense. They want to sell offense for some reason. And yeah, you guys don't get the credit. And you're going to have to go crazy to get the MVP award. Because like I said, we've had guys break the sack record and still not get the MVP. Okay, but I'll do this. You know, I know we like to make offensive players out to be heroes, right? But every good book needs a villain. And what? why not just say defensive players are your biggest villains and you pump them up. You know, you make them look like the bad guys they are. And let's put them on the highest esteem. How cool is it when you get to see defensive players shine um, and really just – uh, deflate a situation and make the offensive players look less than. They have an award for that. It's called Defensive Player of the Year. But put it as MVP. <laughs> don't give us don't give us that crap that we only get one award. That's bull. I mean, I'm sorry, man. But if Tyree Kill breaks two thousand receiving yards, we got to give it to him, right? Let's switch it up. Let's at least switch it up and not give it to a quarterback. We wouldn't even have the TJ if he had broke the twenty two sacks. That's fair. They took that away from him, right? He didn't end up yeah. getting the why why did they take that away? They gave they gave Michael Strahan the Brett Favre handed one, but they don't give TJ whatever his was. Because it's an offensive league. Okay. It always, <laughs> it always goes back to that, huh? It always goes back to it. It always will. And now we have our special segment. Um it's special for the Pittsburghers. Um our very own uh we call it a long a, a short time with a long snapper, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just bring them out and see what happens. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, guys. And now, what you've been waiting for, a short time with a long snapper. Um, And guess what? He's had a long time to think about what happened on this past Thursday. How you holding up, buddy? What's up, Hayden? I'm not really talking to you right now. If that's how you're going to introduce me, <laughs> that's, that's, not that's what happened. 
No. I'm just I'm just as mad as you. You and Presley were out there celebrating, only for it to be deflated out there. I wasn't even celebrating. I yes, you didn't were. No, I, I just gave a little first down signal, but I was not celebrating like Press was and other people were. I was in my stance still because I wasn't making any abrupt movement. If that's what you know, who else here. was bad? Connor Hayward was. Definitely at fault. Was he? Connor hit one, yeah, he did yeah. one of the flexes. Was like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, that's his, God. That's his signature. <laughs> Press was pumped, though. Press was really pumped. He was like, yeah, he was really pumped. Yeah, that was – he was into it. We needed that. That was a huge play. Sucks. So, so what happened? What do you think they were looking for? They were looking for any abrupt movement of like if a center like – like throws his head down or throws his head to the side or like lifts his hand off real quick. Like, I don't think that's what happened, but that's what they were looking for. Like any sort of head bob or quickly jerking your hand up from the ball. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Grow up cam. Wait, wait, what was that abrupt movie you said at the beginning? Pulling your hand up from the ball. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> You're a child. So they said, "What? What was your thinking when they called it, though?" I thought that I thought we got the call 100 because I didn't feel yeah. like I moved abruptly. I thought we got the call, um, and obviously we didn't. So, did they give you an explanation? Me? No, not me. They, I'm, they gave my tea an explanation. They didn't give me. They were like, "Dude, get away from us." That's what they were telling me. That's what they really? were telling you? Get away. They were all in a little circle. Get away. So is that the way they talk to long snappers around the league? That's probably the, They probably t- talk to you that way, too. No, they, they would probably, never. Yeah, they would. I've heard I'm them a, out there. No, I actually talk to the refs mostly in every game. I, I try to have a, a conversation with them, you know, tell them what to look for. Hey, this is what we do. This is what they're going to try and do. Um, but I don't get shoot away like you. Do they um, ever listen to you, though? Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, depends on the game. Depends on the game. No, no chance. Some more than others. Uh, but you know, it's just how it is. But I brought up, you know, getting called out around the league because did you see what happened between the long snapper and DJ Metcalf? I did see. I did see what happened there. Um, little, little chippy, Twitter, right? Little Twitter. Little Twitter exchange. Yeah, sipping the tea, spilling it. You know, uh, do you have beef like that around the league? No, absolutely not. No, nothing worthy of any Twitter beef. No, don't even, don't even go there. Hey, you can't even let him go here. I, I mean, Cam, what are you doing here? Try to get our guy into a beef here with somebody? Yeah, what, what are we, we doing here? I'm just saying, like, you know, you're trading jerseys with Miles Garrett. Is that on purpose, or are you scared? Like. Are you afraid to, you're going to just do something? Or no, greatness, you know, is there a, greatness recognizing greatness, Cam. That's what is there that a is, long, right? Is there like a TEU for like long snappers where you guys like get together and say, hey, we're going to talk a bunch of junk? <laughs> no, Even though we don't really do anything? No, I, I think a lot of long snappers do get together and, and train in the offseason. I think down in Nashville, a lot of guys go. Um, it is good to what's train in, with. What's in Nashville? I just think a lot of veteran guys, and and get, and it's a central <laughs> hub for a lot of long snappers. Don't why is that? Why up. is that funny? Why is that funny? Talk why about funny? LSU because, long snapper. You talk about because it. Nashville is like the capital of 
bachelorette party. So I'm like, you know, you put two and two together with long snappers. Is that where it's all going down? You want to have a good time? You go out with a long snapper. I believe that. Is that is that your pitch for the Pro Bowl? Yeah, that could be. <laughs> I like that. Want to have a good time? Go out with a long snapper. Speaking of trying too much, right? Let's talk about the Lakers hanging a banner for that end season tournament. What'd you think about that? I didn't. I really didn't find out about that until two minutes ago. Um, <laughs> That's that's actually ridiculous. It's an in-season tournament. What is it? What does it matter that they won? I mean, I know they won. They all won a couple extra bucks, um, which is nice. But I don't really agree with hanging the banner up. I don't. Are we hanging okay. the tournament banner? So, Coots, I'm telling you right now, NFL comes up with a in-season tournament. You win four games, right? Four games at a neutral site. They could do it at all the college stadiums. Bring in a bunch of revenue. And they pay extra. You don't want a banner for that? No, because we want to like we want a Super Bowl. Like, who cares if you won the if you won the in season tournament and you didn't win the NBA Finals? Are people going to look back at the twenty twenty three season and be like, "Dude, the Lakers won the in season tournament. That's all that matters." No. What if they call it the Coons Bowl? Then do you want a, a banner? Yeah, then I want a banner, and it better be big. Yeah, that's what LeBron's thinking. Well, he's now one. He's one closer to Michael now. He's got the in-season tournament. That's a championship. That basically is four and a half or five, right? No, doesn't count that way. Does the math not I, work that way? We're not counting that. <laughs> LeBron and math doesn't really work. No, LeBron and not. No, just no. No, absolutely not. No, I don't think Coots is a LeBron guy. That's the vibe I'm getting from this. I'm a LeBron guy, but the in-season tournament, it was great for the fans. It was great on TV, but banner-worthy, absolutely not. Come on. Tell me the rules of the in-season tournament, Coons. I don't even know. I honestly don't even know. (laughs) That's most people, though. Cam, do you even know the rules? No. I know that you needed to win your pool, and then you got placed in the tournament if you won your pool. Okay, so you don't really know them either. And and you got five hundred thousand dollars if you won, and two hundred thousand dollars if you lost. So every player, every player. That's and coach good. and coach. And okay, and That's coach. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it is banner. Maybe yeah, it is banner. That's not bad, man. An extra five hundred grand for the winner is not bad. It's unbelievable. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's banner great. worthy. Yeah, that's, that's banner that's worthy. Not, yeah. Think about all the ring lights Coons could buy. This ring light is I don't know how it's it's kind of I don't know how I like it. It's like <laughs> It's bright, bright isn't it? It, it takes it, a minute. It's bright. It takes a minute. It really shows your tan. Thanks. Okay, let's move on. Um did you happen to see uh Otani sign his contract? I did. And I, the info behind it? The info behind it's crazy. Have you seen the info? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand the info at all. I, I'd love an explanation on that. Two million so for ten years. Yes, two million for ten years, and then he's deferring ninety-seven percent of his contract. So after that, he'll get paid sixty-eight million. What is it through 2033 thir- 2034 and twenty forty-three? So Ooh. that's a Ooh. lot. That's a lot. 60, 63 million a year from twenty thirty-three to twenty forty-three. Yeah, I how much so. money is that? How much money is that? Don't t- Hayden, don't tell him. Six hundred and eighty. 
Yeah, he's there a Duquesne grad. He's a Duquesne grad. Come on, don't man. That's my math. Yeah. Stuff, you know? I, mean, like, <laughs> I just dominated that little quiz. So, Coons, do you think about going to the Steelers and asking if they would be up for an option like this for your contract? $700 million. No, I'm not yeah. saying the seven. He's talking about million. deferring the payments. Just deferring. <laughs> no, no, we're not. We're not deferring the payments. He's got a wedding, Cab. He can't defer the payments this year. He's got a wedding coming yeah, up. Absolutely. You don't want like Bobby Bonilla style and get paid in like 2060. No, no, I, I need that money up front. <laughs> yeah, he needs all guaranteed money. I need it guaranteed up front, guaranteed. I don't understand why he's why that contract's like that. Is there any benefit to him to doing that? Like what? The benefit is they can win. They can continue to keep paying guys. Yeah, it's like a manipulating of the salary cap. I feel, and then there is no salary cap, but his cap hit doesn't hit him. And I was telling Cam, he, I think he makes like fifty million off the field too. So it's like he doesn't yeah. even necessarily need a huge salary in season, I guess. Oh wow, wow! It's like you with Permani Brothers. You're just getting paid on the table there. No, I wish. I wish we're trying to get Permani's on board. Cam, hook that up. Seriously, do some, make yourself well, you want me to say do something. Hey, Permani Brothers, do you want to come sponsor the show and take care of Christian Kuntz? He needs it. <laughs> I don't know. You don't have to add that he needs yeah, it. Yeah, he needs it. I mean, was just, over the line. He would love to work with you. I mean, how about that? Sell our guy here. Don't don't make him sound desperate. He couldn't even sell himself. Why should I sell him? That's not his fault. Not, you put him on the true. spot. Put me on the spot for the Pro Bowl. That's not true. Okay, vote for Coons because he needs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coons for Pro okay. Yeah. All right, and then now let's move on to Christmas presents. Coons, what's your favorite Christmas present you've ever gotten? I remember when I was younger, I got a bike. With the one year I got a bike, it was a sweet bike. It was red. Um, that was probably my favorite. Yeah, that was my favorite. We had a big hill in our in our neighborhood. We all used to fly down the hill. That was probably my favorite Christmas gift. Big red bike. What about yours, Cab? That sounds boring. Well, that's a simple answer. That's a simple <laughs> gift. That's a hell of a gift, too. Like, I'm kidding. What's yours, Cab? Let's prove it. The prove that you're some rebel here. What's yours? Well, my favorite gift has to be what Tyson Alualu got me last year. He got me a electric bike that would dust Coots bike in a minute. Well, it's electric. Of course. Yeah. And I wouldn't yeah. even I wouldn't even put my money on him to beat me with an electric bike. I'm you want to bet? We can go yeah. right now. I think outside of football, I could beat you in a lot of things. Pickleball, anything hand eye court, pickleball, uh racquetball, hand. You said pickleball twice. Ping pong. Oh, ping pong would be easy, and you know that. Pull. I could beat you in chess. A free throw oh, shooting man. comp. No, you can. Yes, free throw contest. Three you couldn't contest. beat me in my house. You came over and you lost. You didn't even shoot. We were you were just literally betting the field against me, and you were you were making me shoot ten threes and that is make... that is true. I was there. That is true. The field. You, you weren't, weren't there. Yourself. You weren't there. It was the barbecue one, right? No. Yep. No. Yep. No. No, it wasn't. It was when we were watching March Madness. Don't lie. Oh, Sorry, okay. It wasn't the barbecue one, but you need to get the point, Hayden. Yeah, I mean, Ladies I've seen him in action. I've seen him in action. Okay, so Coons, are you part a, of a um, secret Santa this year? Yeah, we just—it's uh, not kind of secret between the specialists. We all just trade gifts. So it's not really secret because there's only three of us. But 
Yeah, we're we're getting gifts. What do you want me to say? There's Who's no the worst gift giver on the team? I don't know. I feel like it, Cam would know better than me because we he he does more gift exchange. Oh man, uh, worst giver on gift giver on the team. Uh, I will say there. I went into the DBs Secret Santa when they were doing it. Um, and Mika had gotten like some really cool gift. I think it was like a extended stay for a vacation or something. Um, in like Bahamas, which was cool. Um, but then Mika got his presents stolen. Um, and Mika got stuck with a pair of sunglasses that were very like, Mika was just like, what am I going to do with these? <laughs> Wait, who stole his gift? I could I couldn't even remember. I think it was a young guy, and somehow it just worked out that way. And Mika looked very dejected after that. Um, <laughs> but like bad gifts. Oh man, I could see who could I see being a really bad gift giver. Your brother uh, comes off as somebody no, looking bad. I could see George Pickens being a bad gift giver. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can see see George being like, man, I just got you a ski mask, you know? Yeah, Yeah, I feel like George would just hit the, all right, what's the max, what's the minimum I could give you? And then he gives you the cash, which that's not so bad. Sometimes the cash doesn't hurt, but. Wait, you you, you guys allow the cash? We don't, the specialists don't. But I know know some position groups do allow, hey, if you're not going to get a gift, you got to give cash, so. What's the limit, if you don't mind me asking? If they give you cash, what do they have to give you? There has to be like a number they have to hit, right? They can't just be like, here's a hundred bucks. I think the minimum, I, I'm not sure, 500, 500 to a thousand. Is that what the minimum wow. is? With specialists are playing. Yeah, what's no, your minimum? They got, they got some How different are y'all's minimums? You know, we're just spending like fifty dollars. Wow, that's not true at all. You bought a puppy last year for Larry. I got it off the street. That is not that. That dog was a was immaculate. Did, Did you, you get him the shots? No, off the street. I, just, I got it off the street. I found it in the garbage can. And I gave it right to Larry. Wow, I don't believe like, that. I, me either. The dog was probably like forty five hundred. Oh, that so, dog was expensive. You yeah. Know that so what, dog what are you What are you getting, Press and Boz this year? I really, I, I don't know yet. I got, I have a couple ideas. Some golf, different golf stuff, like a golf speaker. Both of them, I want to get them both a golf speaker that you know they could just clip onto their bag, clip onto the golf cart. Some customized golf balls. Um, they're not gonna. They're. You think Boz is gonna listen? Boz. <laughs> Oh, sorry, but Boz isn't listening. Boz is probably doing his own thing. Some customized <laughs> golf balls, some Pro V1. <laughs> what? Just throwing Boz under the bus. Yeah. Oh, no. We're gonna we're gonna get Boz on just so he can defend himself because this is ridiculous. There's no way he he he'll come on. He won't come yes, on. He, bro, he already came on the show. Yeah, he came on with you. Oh yeah, training <laughs> camp. Yeah, he came on with you. <laughs> Did you forget that? It's been a long year. I thought that was two years ago. It has been a long year. That's fair. Man, we need to check you for a concussion. All right. And on that, uh, that is our show. I want to say thank you to Christian Coots for coming on. Uh, thank you to Hayden as well. Uh, thank you to all our subscribers. Make sure you like and subscribe again, please. Uh, and we'll see you next time here on Not Just Football with Cam Hay.
Can you say that one more time? Like and subscribe. Say it. Say it fast. <laughs> like and subscribe. You yeah, idiot. one more. Say it. Say it five times fast. Oh, vote for Coons. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Say it. Vote. Vote for Coons. <laughs> <laughs>